Welcome to the Living Alive Podcast. I'm Autumn Shields, a Master Connect coach, speaker, author, and serial entrepreneur, and most importantly, your hostess here to help you live your life alive. See, I believe we all have the ability to feel and be guided by life's nudges to live on purpose. So I'm inviting you to take this journey with me. Whether you were here just wanting to dip your toe in the water and see what this is all about, or maybe you were ready to dive deep. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. On this show, you'll hear powerful life-changing stories from thought leaders of all walks of life that are stirring things up. We will guide you on living your life fully alive, how to identify the nudges, and why living a healthy lifestyle actually makes a difference. So get ready to be inspired, challenged, and connected because it's your time to make a splash. Hello, Living Alive Insiders. Thank you for listening in on today's show. We have a very special guest with an amazing topic that I find really truly holds people back from living their life fully alive. So my question to you is, when you think about living your life fully alive, does the topic of money or finances immediately come to the forefront of your thoughts thinking, well, if I had the money, or maybe it's your relationship to money, you realize it's really holding you back. A lot of times we just think, well, we'd be living our life fully alive if we had the means. Well, today's guest, she's a visionary speaker and a multi-generational entrepreneur. She's the founder and CEO of Financial Impact. And she just recently released an amazing book called Simple Wealth which is number one on Amazon in nine different categories, including money, management, women in business, retirement, personal finance, and personal transformation. I would like to welcome to the show, Holly Morphew. Thank you so much. It's so great to be here. I know. I cannot believe, as you just brought up, that we've known each other 15 years. This is just crazy, but I am so excited to share you with the Living Alive Insiders and this audience because so many people that are on that journey of living their lives fully alive feel like somehow money or finances or the relationship with it or a lack of or direction with it is really holding them back. So as an expert, I'm so excited to have you on the show. But before we dive in, I would love for you to announce and first of all, congratulate you (laughs) on your book release. So tell us about this book. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Autumn. Yeah, I am just completely elated. I published it yesterday and it debuted number one in nine out of 10 categories. That's <laughs> so exciting because money is a big deal to people, obviously. And it's many a huge different deal. And it's on everyone's minds all the time. <laughs> all the time. Mm-hmm. So tell us about the book. So the book is called Simple Wealth, and it is essentially a one, two, three step system of how to build personal wealth and reach financial independence. And I wrote the book because in our culture, we have so much shame and fear around money. And we also don't talk about it. It's, it's considered a culturally taboo subject. And then to kind of top all of that off, we don't really teach money management or personal finance skills in school. So what happens is people get into the real world and they start making money, they get their first paycheck and they have a lot of surprises. And 
when we don't have someone to talk to about the things that are on our mind, we make up stories and we create habits based on misinformation or lack of information. And for most people, what I found is this goes on for many, many years until people get into their thirties and their forties. And they say, okay, something's not working. I need to identify what that is. And you know, who, who do I go to? And what I found is that a confused mind says no. So that's kind of the first step in this whole money game is just, you know, release yourself from that burden of feeling like, you know, you didn't know what to do. So you haven't done it right. Just let all of that go and let the shame go and just start where you are because building personal wealth is a spectrum. Like anything else, you start where you are and the bigger you can dream, the more personal wealth you can create. And it doesn't matter if you're starting in a hole of debt, like I was, I had $67,000 in credit card debt when I started this journey. Um, Or if you have the aspiration to build a seven figure business, you know, you really can create whatever financial life you want to create simply with your thoughts and, you know, building personal wealth and reaching financial independence. It's only 20% strategy and it's 80% psychological. So if we can create good money habits and good personal practices that turn you into a wealthy person, that's 80% of the game right there. So that's what my book is all about. Awesome. I cannot wait to get my hands on it. <laughs> and I think it's interesting. Um, well, first of all, I'm so thankful that you can give everybody permission to just start where they're at and, you know, let go of whether it's the shaming or let going of patterns or programming or, you know, how to make money or how to get there, or how we got wherever, and just, just be where you're at, right? We are where we're at. And today's the day, like yesterday's gone tomorrow. We don't know, but today's the day. And to be able to step into that place and let go of all that guilt and, um, or, or whatever it is, shame, whatever, you know, whatever anybody's feeling, first of all, to let go, that's such a powerful thing because I feel like so many people hold on to that stuff. And I think when we hold on to that, it takes up real estate in our mind. And so it holds, you know, that programming or holds that space and we can't let in what's new. So we can't let in like what tips and tricks that we can learn from you or, Um, different ideas and moving forward or even dreams. Like there's no rooms for dreams because it's full of a whole bunch of other stuff. So just to be able to let go of those things. Yeah. I love that you said that yesterday is history and tomorrow is a mystery. You know, I think about that all the time. And in 2018, I created my first vision board and about 90% of the things that I put on it came true. And I thought, wow, if, if this is, if this is possible, you know, if we can just create the vision, um, you know, let's start to think about how far can we go? You know, what is my ideal life? What, what am I doing all of this for? What is the reason that I wake up every morning and put two feet on the ground and get out of bed? Why do I work 40 hours a week? Like, where am I ultimately trying to go? And I think if, if you can keep that at the forefront of your mind and, and just kind of release the garbage. Like you said, like every thought takes up a prime piece of real estate in our brain. And every moment is an opportunity to choose love or fear, love or fear. Are we going to act towards ourselves in love or are we going to act towards ourselves in fear? 
Are we going to treat other people from a place of love or are we going to treat other people from a place of fear and scarcity? And, you know, the, the fear and the scarcity is really just something that, that has been created and it's actually not our real state. Our, our real state is abundance. You know, everything that, that you want and desire is just sitting there waiting for us to just get out of the way and, and claim it. So, you know, I feel like money is one of those, those topics that, um, it gets kind of pushed aside because people always think, oh, it's the numbers and, oh, I have to, you know, budget and spreadsheets. And that's just not true at all. You know, money can be so, so simple and the way you think about it and frame it and, you know, talk to yourself about your ability to reach your own potential. All of those things play a role in, in your path to creating personal wealth and reaching financial independence. Oh my gosh. I'm super visual. And right when you were talking about abundance, I've never seen this, but I saw this total cartoon character, like with his head on the table, like tapping his fingers, like, come on, when is she just going to come pick this up? Like I'm abundant. I'm right here. And you're running around being crazy. And I'm right here. Like, how long is this going to be until you like step into this abundance? This episode has been brought to you by Autumn Shields as an independent consultant with Arbonne International, where healthy living is made simple. Arbonne, as a company, believes in a holistic approach to beauty, health, and wellness. Autumn can coach you on your healthy living journey to look and feel your best. Have you been thinking about starting your own business? Autumn can mentor you in starting your own online health and wellness business with Arbonne. Visit autumnshields.com to learn more. I do love what you said about like people, you know, in their twenties and thirties and you start waking up like, okay, in your forties, like, well, what am I doing? And maybe people get scared of retirement or maybe they just wake up to like, oh my gosh, I got this job and like 20 years pass by quickly. And you didn't realize that that was going to happen. But I feel like regardless of where we're at on our path, I just, just like you said, the school doesn't teach anything about money, let alone, I mean, like not even how to do a basic spreadsheet or balance a checkbook, but, or balance Venmo or whatever people do now, but is that. <laughs> there's no talk about a relationship with money and that there's so much money out there. And money to me is just money to me. It means choices. And I think, you know, for whatever reason, people can put a word or that relationship with money, but money just provides me a lot of choices. That's what money does for me in my life. And so I feel like if, if people earlier on could get that concept that there's a lot, there's abundance and there's vision. And I feel like, yes, you have vision when you're little and then you start just getting on the track of life. Like you're supposed to go to school and you're supposed to get a job. And then all of a sudden you just lose vision and you, you're, you're doing what's the next thing you're supposed to do instead of stepping back like that dream board. We just had a big virtual dream board night and to really say, okay, I see that house are you sure you want that house? Like, do you like that house? Do you like the city that house is in? And just to really ask those questions, like what about that house or what about that trip on your dream board makes you feel fully alive? Cause people just put the stuff on the dream board and you're like, no, no, no. We need to back up and create that vision. Like really think about that vision. And I think a lot of times people do those vision boards or a lot of people will spend like the 12 minutes at the beginning of the year. And then they forget like really building that vision for their life. And then as soon as they think about it, they think, well, it probably won't happen because I don't have money. I don't have a way to gain that money. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the education. I don't have the base. So how do you help people like get from A to B creating that vision when like immediately they stop and say, well, there's just 
I don't have the money. I don't have the means. <laughs> I'm just still mystified that we're still teaching people that the point of life is to go to school, to get a good job, to make money, to buy the house, to, you know, get married, to do, you know, it's like, that's, that's just the point for me. Life is for living, you know, this moment right now, like this is the magic, you know, and like the joy that I experience on a daily basis, just keeping what it is that I want in the forefront of my mind. And then my money kind of follows along with it. And we'll get into like, what are the action steps that you can take right now to start creating personal wealth so that you have more freedom and choices in life. But, you know, just seeing the birds that come and visit my bird bath and listening to my wind chimes outside and, you know, watching the sunrise and, you know, admiring the moon and how it's always in a different place. And um, those are the things that really bring me joy. And, when I was building, you know, when I was on the path, see, I always wanted to, to live an abundant, wealthy life. That was always really important to me. I come from a family of entrepreneurs and real estate investors. And, you know, we talked about money at the dinner table every single night. And that's why money is not a scary subject for me. And I think traditionally, you know, we teach people, see, there are three ways to build personal wealth, financial capability, asset acquisition, and having an abundant mindset. And so for my, you know, the, the, the better half of my adult life, I was super focused on financial capability. You know, how much can I save? When do I start investing? How much do I need to put in my retirement accounts? And, you know, um, and, and then I acqu- started acquiring assets and creating assets, but it wasn't until I added in, and this was, you know, after my divorce in 2016, when, you know, I, I left a lot of income to leave my marriage and start a new life. And I literally started over from scratch in my mid thirties and really had to like, look at myself and, and, and look at my thoughts and, um, and, and make a decision, you know, am I going to go for this or am I going to operate out of fear and dependency and, and just knowing that, that our world really does want to give and give and give and give to us. There is no end. Um, I just started to plug into, you know, mindset and, and personal practices like, you know, meditation and saying affirmations, looking at my, looking in my eyes in the mirror and saying affirmations and, you know, starting a gratitude practice in the morning, every morning before I get out of bed, I say five things that I'm thankful for every night before I fall asleep. I have a self-acknowledgement practice where I acknowledge the things that I have done during the day that, um, that were good, you know, that made me feel good, whether I helped a client, um, you know, open a lighthouse fund or, you know, a client just got an amazing raise. Um, or, you know, I drank a green juice instead of a diet Coke, or, you know, I got up and exercised or I opened the door for someone who couldn't do it for themselves or, you know, any of those little things, those are the, those are the practices that build our confidence in ourselves and help us become the, the people that we're, we're trying to become the wealthy, abundant people that, that we aspire to be. And, um, you know, the, the financial capability pieces is, is what we, we focus on. I think the most, you know, like how much money should I be saving and spending every month? How much should I be spending on housing and car and, and all that? And while all of that is important, um, it's equally, if not more important to have those personal practices that, um, get you into the present moment of the abundance that we actually already have right here. It's just our um, it's, it's just up to us to get out of the way. So, 
you know, kind of going back to the, the strategy piece, like, what do you actually do? Like, what is an actionable step you can take right now to create personal wealth so that you can have more freedom and choices in life. And it, it, it's just about awareness. If more people were willing to look at their money in and their money out, more people would be wealthy and, and money is infinite. You know, we're not on the gold standard anymore. There is so much money to make and, um, so many different ways to make it. And, you know, you can make multiple streams of income. And that's kind of my background is, is, is realizing, you know, my first part-time job, if you will, was Arbonne. And it really impacted my, how big I thought, you know, not only just learning how to be a a good business person. But, you know, when I lost my job in 2009, the income that I fell back on was my Arbonne income. And when I decided to get, you know, serious about my business and intentional about my business, and it wasn't more energy, it was just the intention and the beliefs. And that's when my business grew. If you just are aware of, you know, on a 30 day basis, how much money can I expect to be coming in And how much money do I expect to be going out? Find that you have a difference. Your income minus your expenses is a number that I call your impact factor. And this is the first step of the financial impact system, which is what my book is all about. The first step is to identify your impact factor. And once you know how much money you have left over each month, then you can put it to its highest and best use. But see, most people don't ever take the time to do this. And so most people spend all of the money that they have because that's what we're programmed to do. We do live in a global consumer economy. We are literally taught to earn as much money as we can and spend as much money as we can and get the biggest loans that we can. And once you start to sort of take back control of your life and put that vision at the forefront of your mind and say, no, you know, like I want to be financially independent in my thirties. That's, that's how it was for me. You know, I was in my twenties. Um, I was living paycheck to paycheck. I had a great job. I made really great money. Um, but I was a commission only employee and I was doing mental accounting, which I think a lot of people do, you know, you like kind of have an idea of how much is coming in and how much is going out and you can pretty much pay your bills on time every single month. And, you know, I did always pay my bills on time every single month, but after a while, um, I started to, to feel some pain. I was like, Ooh, I need to get a paycheck, you know, so that I can pay my mortgage or, Ooh, I better get paid so I can make sure my, you know, all my credit card minimum payments are, are made. And then I, I remember one day I I went to work and there was a huge snowstorm and, um, you know, I knew that it was a risk to drive. I was commuting like 40 miles one way. And I called my boss and I said, you know, I just, I don't feel safe. I don't think I should drive. And she said, well, if you don't come in, you're fired. And I remember I literally risked my life to go to work that day. And it was a, it was a mind shift for me. You know, I got home that night and I thought, man, you know, I'm putting my job ahead of my life. And I know that I want to live an amazing life. Like, how do I get there? So I added up all my credit card bills just to see like how much I really had and decided to just get, you know, really focused on, um, creating some like grace and some space in my budget so that I felt good about my money. And when I saw that it was $67,000, the very next thing I did was call my financial advisor the next day. And he asked me, 
how much more money I wanted to invest in order to get out of this predicament that I was in. And that was the moment when I realized that we are not teaching the right principles when it comes to money, if we're teaching them at all, because I have no money to invest. I'm majorly in the hole with debt and I'm living paycheck to paycheck and I want to be free, you know, like how can I create that life? So once I identified my impact factor and saw, Oh, you know, I've got an extra couple hundred dollars a month, you know, like what can I do with this? Well, the very first thing you do, if you have any kind of high interest rate debt is you eliminate your debt. So I got really serious about using that extra $200 a month to pay down my debt. You know, I started doing things on the side, sold a bunch of stuff that I didn't need, created a little bit more cash flow, And then pretty soon, three years later, my debt was gone. And then I started focusing on, you know, building my lighthouse fund, which is my savings. And then once that was funded, I had six months of essential expenses in the bank. I started to feel like I could breathe again. Yes. And I was like, ah, oh, okay. Like, what's next? Like, how can I quit my job? <laughs> you know, like, how can I do what I really love? How can I make a positive impact? And it was just that focus, you know? So I would say to, to anyone who is listening, like, if you are willing to take the time every 30 days to look at how much money you can expect to come in and how much money you can expect to go out and just put that difference to a higher and better use consistently, you can reach any financial dream you have for yourself. That's awesome. That's such a great tip. And I'd love to back up. First of all, I just want to thank you for being you because we have not really talked in forever and it does not matter what guest I have on. It doesn't matter if it's a personal trainer. It doesn't matter if it's a coach. It doesn't matter if it's a financial advisor. It doesn't matter, but everybody speaks about their practices, their mornings, their gratitude. And if there's like, I just want to shake everybody. If you've not heard the same thing all the way throughout these shows, like we did not talk before the show. We just, you just jumped on, but these practices, they're so easy to do, but they're so easy not to do. But when you hear constantly a common theme of people that are living their lives fully alive, that they don't talk about the primary thing up front. Like we're not talking about finances up front. It's talking about mindset, focusing like on your thoughts for the first time, having those morning practices of meditation or prayer and just being so thankful and, and being in that moment. So to start there is awesome. And then yes, we need the practical things in our life. Like I can't just sit there all day long and be in that state and not incorporate these actual practices that, you know, and and incorporate actual things that I can do with my finances, like take a look, get a pen out, actually look really like not do the mental part. I love that. Cause mentally I'm always like, I know where I'm at. And you're like, Oh, look at that. And so I think that's so important to put the pen to paper or spreadsheet or whatever it is. And I love that, you know, you can take people and step people through that process because I do think, you know, we always say, you know, in Arbonne all these years, people worry so much about money and you don't talk about it with anybody. You don't go to the barbecue on a Sunday afternoon. And I was like, how's it going? And you're like, oh my gosh, I need snow tires and I can't afford them. How are you doing? You know, you just, we, there's so much shame in that. And so to be able to just work with somebody to say, look, let's come up with a plan. And I know for people, you know, if you just wish something, it's not a plan, rather it's finances or weight loss or whatever, you have to have a plan and that plan you know, provides that accountability and roadmap. And that's what is so great about working with somebody like you is that there's steps and there's that accountability and a roadmap. Because for me, as if I see, you know, light at the end of the tunnel, I'll work towards it. But if I don't see it, the straight road, then I just, I'm all over the place. And so 
you know, having to be able to create that roadmap through that book and through your coaching is awesome because people can, you know, trust that road that so many people have been down and that you can start creating vision for your life. You can start being present. You can move forward and absolutely live the life that you want. And you don't give up, don't give up and think I'm this age, or I only have this background or whatever it is. Just like you said, like, I think the younger generation even has more freedom to have so many more choices in their life because of income opportunities. You don't just need one degree or one title or maybe two, you know, degrees or a few different jobs. There's so many ways to make money. I I saw this thing the other day, people are making a lot of money writing fortune cookie sayings. I'm like, really? (laughs) I didn't know this. It's not on my, in my high school thing. I'm like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I'm like, I could so do that. You know, like, it's so funny. Like, Hey, what do you do? I'm a fortune cookie writer, but why not? Like, there's so many side gigs and so many great things. And just like you, you know, I did Arbonne as a side gig, which ended up turning into plan a for me, but there are so, you know, I was on one path and sometimes there's many, many other paths out there. So don't, you know, don't put yourself in the corner. I love that you're, you know, you were willing to say, okay, what can I do on the side or what can I do to just take control of my life? Cause today matters. Like we don't have to think about tomorrow or yesterday, but today, what we do today does make a difference for our tomorrows. So true. Yes. Well, I am so excited to get my hands on your book again. Um, and people just find that on Amazon and where else can people find you? Cause I know people are going to want more of you. Oh yes. Well, financialimpact.com is my website and you can also find me on all the socials. My handle is Holly morph on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. Can you talk a little bit about three things that people can grab yeah. and just start implementing right away? Yeah, definitely. Um, so on financialimpact.com, you can just get started right now on your path to wealth and um, just click that link, download the impact factor guide, and that will tell you exactly what to do so that you can start creating personal wealth right now. Awesome. Like who does not want to jump on that right now? So thankful for your time. I know you're very, very busy. So we're so appreciative of your time and these tips and your insight and who you are. Obviously such a great example of living your life alive and creating a bigger vision for your life, but also that you turn that around and are helping so many other people live their lives fully alive through taking, you know, that financial path with you. So thank you so much, Holly, for being you and for sharing. And again, congratulations on your book. Oh, thank you so much, Autumn. What a pleasure to be here. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. And regardless of where you are in life, rather you're feeling like you're a passenger in your own life and just trying to get through the day, or you feel like a boat tied up to a dock because maybe you're just too scared to set sail. Or maybe you're out there rocking the open seas. I would love to connect with you on your journey. So please find me at autumnshields.com and or on social and say hello. If you would like a complimentary guide on living alive, visit the site and it is there waiting for you. And remember, good friends don't keep great messages to themselves. So keep the ripples moving and share this episode with your friends please take a moment to review or download this episode where you listen to podcasts. Make today the day you decide to live fully alive and leave some room for the unimaginable. So until next time, my friends, keep following the nudges.